Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining me for Mile High Magazine on this Sunday morning. Well, one of my favorite organizations here in town is the Morris Animal Foundation. And this morning with us is Dr. Kelly Deal, Senior Director of Science and Communications. Good morning. Good morning, Melissa. Thanks for having me on again. Well, thank you for being here. Let's talk a little bit and remind folks about the Morris Animal Foundation. Who are you and what do you do? Right, sure. Um, Well, Morris Animal Foundation, as you mentioned, is headquartered right here in Denver. And we are one of the largest funders of animal health studies in the world. And we fund studies that look at cats, dogs, horses, and wildlife. And what we do is raise money from donors and then um, receive grant proposals, evaluate them, and then give money out. We've been around since 1948, so a long time. Yeah. And as of recently, we've we've just hit about the $137 million mark um, in funding about 3,000 studies. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, how did the Morris Animal Foundation start back in, what did you say, 1948? Right, yes. So our founder was a gentleman named uh, Mark Morris Sr., and Dr. Morris was a veterinarian. Interestingly, he was one of the first veterinarians in the United States to really focus on uh, pets, so small animals. I think people realized before then veterinary medicine was very much focused on large animals, Mm -hmm. so horses and livestock. And he you know, started as a veterinarian, um, really focused on small animals, and then got very concerned because he felt like there just wasn't a lot of research devoted to answering and solving animal health problems. Mm -hmm. And he started the foundation with an endowment. Many people probably have heard of Hills. uh, Oh, sorry, your phone cut out. Who was that again? Oh, many um, folks have heard of Hills Pet Foods. Right. And, and Hills, uh, actually, Dr. Mark Morris Sr. was one of the first people to, to make prescription diets, right? Diets that addressed specific nutritional needs and diseases. Right. And he was a really smart guy. He put a half a cent a can away to start Morris Animal Foundation and our, our research institute. That is incredible when you think about where it started and where you guys are now. Absolutely. It really, he was a real visionary. I know a lot of people use that word uh, bandied about, but he really was way ahead of his time. Right. Yeah, it sure sounds like it. Well, tell me about the Stop Cancer Forever campaign that's going on right now. Absolutely. Well, every spring we have a fundraising drive that's really focused around uh animal cancer. And of course, we fund a lot of cancer studies over the years. Gosh, we funded our first one in, I want to say the late 1960s. So not long after we kind of came into existence, we've invested about $50 million over that time and and a huge number of studies from, again, cats and dogs to horses and wildlife. And our Stop Cancer Forever campaign goes every spring. It just started May 1st. It runs through June 30th. And our goal is to raise awareness and funds about animal cancer and um, to help advance our research. Well, I lost a dog. Actually, I've lost two dogs to cancer now. So, you know, I've, I've had it hit me personally, but how common is cancer in pets? It is really common. And, um, you know, there's some good statistics that suggest 12 million dogs and cats every year 
are diagnosed with cancer in the United States. And it's pretty even split, 6 million, you know, dogs, 6 million cats. Mm-hmm. And that's a staggering number it of is. pets yeah. who are affected. Well, and it's a staggering number of then families who are affected when you lose an animal, a pet to cancer. I mean, it's heartbreaking. It, it really is. And I, I feel for you because I've lost two kitties and one dog yeah. uh, to cancer. And it is really, really hard to deal with. And I can't say, even as a veterinarian, it, it was just as difficult for me to work through it um, and as as it is for a person who may not have a medical background. Right. Because, I mean, I, you know, as it happened with us, you know, a dog goes before his time or what you think his time is going to be. And, it, and the cancer is always a surprise diagnosis. Like you didn't realize that's what was going on. Exactly. And I think everybody's cancer story, you know, I lost a very quite elderly kitty and it didn't make it any easier, you right. know what I mean, in many ways uh, to to just because she was older or younger, like you said, you know, especially when it's a very young pet and we yeah. can sometimes see cancers affecting very young animals. What are you hoping or what kind of, you know, the studies that are going on right now with cancer or like what kind of information have you seen coming in? Um, a lot of different things. We have um, a pretty wide range from, I mean, really, frankly, from bench research, right? Looking mm-hmm. at new drugs in petri dishes full of cells, right? You right. know, could this work? Because that's really the first step, right? Does it work? And then you, you work up from there. We have a few that are moving from the bench into into clinical trials, we have some practical studies too, anything from treatment to diagnostics. And there's one that we, that's going to be finishing up soon that's being done right up at um, CSU. Mm-hmm. And it is a really interesting one. And it is where they're using these things called nanoparticles, which are little tiny, you know, bits of, of, of stuff, right? <laughs> that's the technical term. And they're putting iron particles in them. And what we know is that um, cancer cells will take up iron a little bit more readily. So what they're doing with these patients with head and neck cancer, which is, um, you know, pretty common in animals and is hard to figure out if it's spread, right? And I right. think people who've ever had cancer, right, they stage you, have yep. it, has it spread your lymph nodes, but it can be difficult to pick up. So in this particular case, they're looking at whether cancer is spread to the head and neck lymph nodes, right? So like right under our chin. Mm-hmm. And um, they're using these little nanoparticles filled with iron because they are taken up by lymph nodes if they have cancer cells in them, and they image black on an MRI. That's fascinating. Is really cool. So they can pick up cancer spread way earlier and it is non-invasive, right? You mm-hmm. just can do an MRI and look at these patients. So it's really helpful for staging and then deciding what treatment's going to be best for that pet. So that's something that listeners right now who are wanting to support Morris Animal Foundation, that's one of the studies they could be helped supporting. Absolutely, absolutely, and and work like it. Uh, they're also looking at CSU at a really interesting um, uh, phytochemical, uh, which is uh, from derived from the fever few plant. <laughs> okay. So they're looking at this this drug in the petri dish right now to see if it kills some very aggressive cancer cells. So as you know, sometimes with aggressive cancers, 
there's very little we can do. Right. And so this new um, medication they're looking at in, again, we're in this dish of cells right now, but boy, wouldn't that be interesting if it works because it might give us something uh, to address these really aggressive, particularly blood cancers. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's fascinating the work that the Morris Animal Foundation is doing. And I like how you talk about how CSU, they're doing this because uh, there's a whole thing with getting a grant from the Morris Animal Foundation, correct? Right, right. It's quite a process. And um, we get anywhere from, let's say, 120 to 180 requests. Right. When we go, hey, give us your cancer proposals, your canine or, you know, we do it by species. So give us all your dog proposals. That's a lot of proposals. Mm -hmm. And basically, we only have enough money to fund about 10 of them. Okay, And of course, we whittle them down to the best. But we always have way more studies we'd like to fund than we can. And that's why these drives like Stop Cancer Forever are so important for us so that we can raise money to, um, you know, fund just great research out there that's being done by folks. So the Stop Cancer Forever campaign is going on right now. You're raising money. And it, it, like you were saying, it can go to fund this amazing research, some of it done right here in Colorado, CSU. And I know you've got a special match that you wanted to talk about. Absolutely, we do. We're so lucky. Um, we have a $200,000 match, which is excellent. So we are able to do a dollar-for-dollar match for gifts up to, again, 200000 That's really been uh, generously provided by Merck Animal Health, Petco Love, and the Blue Buffalo Company. So shout out to those guys for providing this match for us because that really, really helps us when we, when we raise money. So we're very grateful for them. I was going to say 200000 that is a lot of money. It is. It is. It's just fantastic. Yes. Okay, so for folks that want to get involved in making a donation to the Morris Animal Foundation and getting involved to get that match going, what do they need to do? There's a couple things. One is go to our website, which is morrisanimalfoundation.org, and you can you know, go to our donate page and, and they'll guide you through that. The other thing that we're doing differently this year is we decided to do um, this Stop Cancer Forever Challenge. And you might remember, you know, walking a 5K sure, or sure. running, right, to, to raise money. Um, we're allowing people to pick whatever challenge they want. So if you want to go run, that would be great. We have some people who are knitting a sweater. Um, I love that. I love it, too. Uh, Reading a book, which would be totally up my alley. Yeah. Um, We have have someone who's swimming. And there's uh, on our website, you can find out a way to sign up and for the challenge part of things, whatever your ideas. And, of course, you get folks to to help sponsor you. And every person who signs up, we actually have some swag and flyers and a customizable certificate that we will send to you. So check it out and see what may work for you. It could be a, just a straight donation, or you could think about the challenge. I like that. All right. So it's morrisanimalfoundation.org to get involved with the Stop Forever campaign, to get involved with the challenge. I mean, this is exciting to see 2021 and, and kind of maybe things getting back to normal a little bit here. Exactly. And I think it's a great way to celebrate um, our pets' lives and do something that's just fun. And 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 I agree with you as we're kind of things are, are getting a quote back to normal a little yeah. more. I think this is a great opportunity to interact with other people, too. 
Yeah, I agree. All right, so the Stop Forever campaign, great way for the Morris Animal Foundation to be raising money, which they then give to grants um, that are that are really all over all over the place. I mean, not just here in Colorado, correct? Absolutely, we're funding. We fund globally and have active grants right now. We have a few in Australia that are actually dealing with the wildlife fire, the Mm -hmm. results of the wildlife there. We have one in uh, Utrecht, which is in the Netherlands. They have a very, very excellent research program at their veterinary school. So we've uh, done a lot with them. We have a few in the UK right now as well. Um, One in South America, we um, have another one that we're funding in Africa with uh, Smithsonian. Oh, wow. we're, We're all over Hong Kong. Uh, right now too so yeah we're everywhere that is i mean you have to be so proud of the work that the morris animal foundation is doing i i really am and you know as a veterinarian i practiced for a long time so i've known about morris animal foundation i used to give as a veterinarian when Mm -hmm. i had a patient pass away i actually was the recipient of one of their grants many years ago so i i've been around a long time and when i was a kid we used to take our pets to the very animal hospital that Mark Moore Sr. first set up in New Jersey. How serendipitous is that? I know. I know. It's crazy. I got to the foundation and said, I recognize the picture of that clinic. That's where we took our cats when I was a kid. That's incredible. Well, the Stop Forever campaign going on right now. We're talking to Dr. Kelly Deal, Senior Director of Science and Communications for the Morris Animal Foundation. And Kelly, when does uh, the match is going on right now? And when is the Stop Forever campaign over? Right. We're going to be done on June 30th. We're actually shooting for June 26th for the challenge. So kind of have everybody doing the challenge, whatever that looks like for you on the same day. And then shortly thereafter, the campaign ends on June 30th. Okay. Sounds great. MorrisAnimalFoundation.org for more information. Dr. Kelly Deal, thank you so much for your time. Thanks again for having me on, Melissa. It was really fun. It was fun. Always good to talk with you. Well, best of luck with the campaign. I'm excited to hear what happens. I, I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I think it's going to be great. So thanks again. I do too. All right. Well, you have a great day. Take care. You too. Take care, Melissa. Thank you. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning. For more information about Morris Animal Foundation, just go to your radio station's website or check it out online. Thanks for joining us. Have a great Sunday and remember, be kind to everyone.